0: Hey everyone, it's Miranda Hughes here from Faith Strong. So glad that you could actually make it to my podcast. Um hopefully this will go through very well. Um like I said, uh my faith is being a little tested right now and there's been some technical difficulties, but we're working through them. And yeah, so I'm sitting in a McDonald's parking lot right now. Um I'm on their Wi-Fi, but like I said, I don't know how well the connection is, so we're just going to pump this out and see where it goes. But anyways, we're just going to rely on God, and this is exactly why I created Faith Strong, because if you want to be really strong, you better be relying on your faith and your faith in God, nothing else, not your money, not your job, not your parents, your siblings, your spouse, not your pets, nothing, okay, nothing but God. And speaking of that, that is actually what today's topic is about is shortcuts with money. They don't work. And what I mean by this is think of things like uh, the lotto or scams as far as like, well, if any of you have been scammed, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, can't really pull a fast one over someone without getting caught, so eventually it will catch up to you. So, what does the Bible have to say about shortcuts with money? And that's just two examples that I gave. Um, The whole point of the shortcuts is not just scamming people for money, but really when you think about the nitty gritty of shortcuts to money is what are, what are we seeing in 2021, 2022? Um, Here recently, it's been such a high demand for, uh, Businesses or entrepreneurship or any other kind of money making tool out there where it's supposed to be very fast cash or fast paid um, society that we're in. And I kind of, you know, like I try to participate in some of that staff uh, stuff. Think of like Cash App. Cash App is not bad. If you have it, continue using it. If you feel like you're going to get hacked or something like that, I mean, check in with God, check in with the company you know, just just check, whatever it is. Um, but as we all know, apps can get hacked by just about anyone or anything at any time. So that's why I say if you're using it, go ahead and use it. Um, if you feel that there's a suspicion, look into it. But don't take my word, whatever I say on here is just a disclaimer. Um, these are mainly just examples or just, um, just to get the point across as like what I'm talking about. Um, I have personally been severely hacked in my lifetime where someone had my phone number and they hacked my entire phone. I don't even know how they did it, but they did. They could see the front and back of my mic, or not my mic, my camera. They actually could hear when I was talking, when I wasn't. They could tell when my phone was turned off. They, um, They could go through all my messages and anything like that. So I know what it feels like to personally be scammed. And personally be hacked. And this went on for four solid months. Okay, this happened in 2017. I was a uh, first responder at that time. And I had an extreme test coming up in order to pass it. And I all this was going on. I don't even know how I even passed that exam. But anyways, I did. Glory be to God. <laughs> so I've come a long way when it comes to um, dealing with hackers and scams. And get... Uh, Get rich quick schemes and all this kind of stuff. So, the reason that I also say, you know, if you think about it, you know, money is actually God's, it's not ours. It is just a tool, and that is it nothing less, nothing more. And when people start relying on their money like it's their best friend, okay, well, you know, God even says a best friend can turn on you, a best friend can betray you or stab you in the back. And that's because they're human. They're going to make mistakes, okay? So money doesn't have feelings, okay? Money talks, but it doesn't have feelings. Money, people do whatever they want for money. They do the most stupidest, craziest things. Um, They will betray people over money. Um, There's just something about it where people just... Not like like they have rabies or something, but they just kind of (laughs) like... If they get a really good dose of money and they've never had it before, they just kind of like, they go crazy over it. And it's like it just suddenly changes them and they just can sometimes become a whole different person. They can become dangerous. They can become um, unpredictable. And it's just because that's why God says he doesn't love that we have a love for money. He doesn't care if you have a lot of money. What he cares about is, one, what you do with it. Two, how are you treating others while you have a lot of money? And three, where's your heart? What is the condition of your heart when you get a hold of that money? Like, are you still putting God first? Are you still helping the poor and other people who, you know, are less than you? Are you still having a good, honorable, cherishable heart, even when you have thousands upon thousands of dollars? Or even if you're not someone who makes all that kind of money all the time, God wants to know what happens when you do get a reward, whether it be a pay raise or it be winning the lottery or it be um someone just felt generous and they decided to write you a big old check just because they felt like blessing you. Um God will test you in a lot of these moments and you know these times. Like it's not just trials that he tests you. Sometimes God tests you even with the blessings. And so with that being said, um Shortcuts with money, like if you're trusting in God with your money, if you know that money comes from God, that's a really great starter. That right there is going to give you more of a peace of mind to know that okay, if God blesses me with six hundred dollars after I worked forty hour a week and I have six hundred dollars to my name, but I have to pay my bills, I need to tithe, um, I want to help the local church or I want to help um, some project in the community. Or maybe you just have, you support some kind of uh, thing, something like Caleb, like a Christian radio station or something. Whatever it is that you're trying to do to help God's kingdom. Maybe you have family or friends that might need um, to borrow 20 bucks or they might need to borrow um, a little, like $100 to uh, feed their families that weekend or something. Like, who knows? I don't know your situation. You do. But I can tell you this is that. Getting money is always a blessing because there's a lot you can do with it. You know, I'm not even going to list what all you can do with money, but my point is is that money should not be the main priority when you think about getting a prize or a blessing from God. It is a great gift. It is a great tool. But also keep in mind that God will bless you with this money when when it's suitable, when it's the appointed time, when it's the right time. Um... If you don't agree with me on this, that's fine. It took me many months, almost a year, to kind of understand and grasp this concept. But again, going back to money is God's, like, he's the one providing you with the health to go to work. He's the one providing you with the job that you have. He's opened up those doors for you. He's allowed peop- uh, people to have favor on you in order to like you enough to give you that job. God is the one that, you know, can soften or harden a heart, okay? So, he can kind of play the field a little bit better than what you can, and that's where people, that's why God doesn't want you to get too prideful of where you're at in your job, or even if you don't have a job, you know, like, God can turn anyone's situation around for the good or for the worse, I mean, it just really depends on if you're being obedient or disobedient, if you're really walking in God's ways or if you're not, if God's going to be testing you or if he's going to be, um, if he's going to let you just walk in your own ways because you're, you know, ignoring him and he's just going to let whatever happens happen. That way you can actually return to him. There's a lot that goes into it. However, shortcuts with money, (laughs) they don't work. So like me right now, um, I haven't, I haven't been working, um, for another individual, I guess, or a company since September of 2021, but I've been working my butt off for God. Like I've been doing odds and end things. Um, I've done DoorDash before I've done, um, Scrapping where you're just like scrapping metals and things like that. So again, God's the one that opens up those doors He provides me the opportunity To make that even happen. That's not me. That's out of my control like That is literally in god's hands Now for a lot of you, it may not make sense. Like why would you do that? Like why would you just not go get a job? and it's like well i'm in the food industry business and After I went through three shutdowns back in 2021, um, I was in manufacturing and I felt like God was leading me to start doing the food industry since I was supposed to be graduating in April. Things changed. uh, That got extended um, after I was going through a really extreme hardship uh, when I moved in with my brother in August of 2021. I landed a job in September at a very fine steakhouse and it just wasn't what I thought it would be, and I ended up walking out just because the guy was very rude and disrespectful. Um, and I was just honestly, I don't know if I should have stayed or not. Uh, I just there wasn't really much peace there, and I know that when it comes to God, you kind of know if you're doing the right thing, when you're trying to follow God, if if there's peace in it, I don't mean happiness, I mean peace, like a peace that surpasses all understanding, like it may not make sense, it may look crazy, stupid, weird, whatever, but if there's peace in that situation, then you know that God's in it. If it is distractions and disruptions and chaos and you're feeling rushed and, and anxious and you're just, you're just can't handle it another second of it. That's not God. Okay. That's pretty much the enemy trying to just make your life miserable. Put it, put it that way, I guess. But anyway, so I've, I know the difference of that. And so that's why I walked away. I realized that, you know what, I need to slow down and hear God fully and figure out what it is that he wants me to do. And I didn't hear anything for a few weeks and I started getting nervous and I started to go job hunting again. This is probably around, uh, close to October of 2021. And I heard God again this time um, as I was driving around in a panic because I was trying to find a job quickly because that's what I'm used to. I'm used to God, you know, leading me in the direction of manufacturing and all that stuff. It would just become easier. But this time it was like, it would be easy. Like I could get any manufacturing job that I wanted. Not I'm not bragging. It's just I've done manufacturing since I was 19. I'm 29. That's well, I turned 29 in 2021, but uh in November. So yeah, like 10 years. That's a lot of time. Like I earned a lot of skills and techniques and habits and developed quite a bit of a, you know, good thing under my belt, I guess, to where I could actually be supervisor or team lead. And that's as high as you can go in manufacturing and then anything past that You're pretty much going to have to be, if some supervisors, it's just paperwork. And then past that, it's more like office, um, office people, I guess. So for me, I felt as I could go as high as I could. And I didn't want to do that kind of stuff. I didn't want to be in the office. I didn't want to be really a supervisor. A team lead was nice, uh, stressful, but pretty cool to actually be able to have that experience done forklift I've done um all kinds of other things uh I've loaded and unloaded in trailers so my point is is that I've pretty much done it all I could go to just about any warehouse and be like oh yeah I have a little bit of experience in that and that's only because God had blessed me in that like I didn't do that myself like that's just over the years being able to work in many different jobs and just being willing to learn something that I didn't know or something that I didn't even want to do. Sometimes I got stuck with it and I just made it into a positive situation. But because of that, that's where God rewarded me and allowed me to have the opportunity. No matter where I went, like there was a guaranteed job for manufacturing. But for food industry, oh no, no. See, I'm starting at the bottom. (laughs) Even though I have a very tiny baby step experience in the food industry... I'm starting all the way at the bottom, and there's so much more to learn. I have lingo to learn. Um, I have, or terms, I have uh, only a tiny bit of experience as far as like, we're talking like a couple weeks to a month or sometimes more, so... It's going to be a lot harder for me to make this happen on my own. Like, I am fully relying on God. I didn't quite get an answer. And I'm thinking, okay, God, I did what you said. You told me to stop going to manufacturing. You told me to go into food industry. I'm doing the food industry. And all the doors are closing in on me. So, excuse me. That's why, for right now, it just kind of led to DoorDash and scrapping. Um, It's not a bad start. God says, do not despise humble beginnings. Um... Uh, And basically, that just means uh, a small beginning. Um, So, if your situation looks bleak, if it looks like, you know, I don't know. If you're getting a vehicle and it's more like a, a rundown vehicle and it's not, like, the most prettiest, that's okay. As long as you have a vehicle that can get you from point A to point B, you're doing just fine. If you're starting a business and you're only making, like, let's just say, if you're doing something like Avon or Mary Kay... I don't do that, but if that's what you are doing, and it is only making fifty bucks here and there, hey, that is better than absolute nothing. That's still progress. And if you're an entrepreneur who built an online course like me and you haven't had a single sale, sale yet, that's okay. God has there's something about it that God's doing to. He wants you to be successful, so He wants you to um, build a great foundation that's going to stand strong and firm. As you grow with God, as your business grows, you should still be growing with God, not just yourself, but you and your business and God. And that's why it's like, that's how God gets the glory, because if you look at any kind of company... They all started at a humble beginning. They all started in a basement, in a garage, in an attic. They started with just a simple idea. They started, you know, really small and not very well known. And they had to grow into that. And that's the same thing that God's going to be doing for you in your life. Whether it be a business or it be a family or it be whatever that you're trying to grow. And that the same thing goes with your money. You know, if you are... If God only has you, like if you invest a couple dollars into a stock, it's a very humble beginning. If you're only putting $5 in, you never know. In about 5 to 20 years, depending on what you invested in and how much and whatever's going on, that $5 could turn into $5 million real quick. If it's done the right way, if God's on your side and uh, you're following his instructions, I'm not telling you to go out and go get a stock, okay? That is between you and God. Me personally, I ain't touching that until God tells me to. So for right now, that's a no for me. But if it's a yes for you, keep that in mind. Like, don't keep going from stock to stock to stock because you're trying to get a su- super amount of money. Sorry, I can't even talk. A super amount of money super quickly. Like, and that's what this is about, is shortcuts with money. You know, people think of stocks. They think of... um I'll be honest, even in my case, DoorDash, I'm not doing it to get quick money. Yeah, quick money. I'm just doing it because it's something to have because I don't want to waste time and it gives me something to do. Um, But there's people out there that they want to scam or they want to invest or they want to... um, In some cases, some people even start a YouTube channel because they think that they're going to get money super fast and they do a lot of stupid, ridiculous things to get all these views. And what they don't realize is that views don't pay. They really don't. Um, I mean, yes, you can get a whole lot of them, but there's a lot more that goes into YouTube than just views. So anyways, the point is I'm going to wrap this up because... (laughs) I'm pretty sure you guys understand where I'm coming from. If you don't, the bottom line is that God wants you to do money with Him because it came from Him. So, yes, He should be involved with your finances, not just your bills, not just your debt, not just your fees, you know, not just your promotion and um, your bonuses, no, or not even just your savings. God wants to be in all of it, all areas of your money. Your money is a tool. God is giving it to you. He's tr- He's trusting you with it, which means he thinks you're a trustworthy steward of what he gave you. And all good things come from God above. They really do. They come from above, meaning if God can trust you with it, then that means that he can bless you with more and more of it as time goes on. As you prove to him over time that you're trustworthy, he will bless you with more. God says if you are faithful with little, you'll be you know, faithful with much. If you're dishonest with little, you'll be dishonest with much. So if you're looking at that as a money perspective, if you're faithful in the little bit of money that you have, God will bless you with more because he can trust you to be faithful with more. If you have $100 and you spend it well, and either you're not broke or even if you are broke after you have that hundred, it went in all the right places. God knows that, okay, if I give you a thousand dollars, you're gonna treat that thousand dollars the same way you did your hundred. You're not gonna spend it foolishly or stupidly. Like I can actually trust you that if I tell you to give it to this person or to donate it to this charity or to pay for this this person's meal. That you're going to trust God and do exactly what he says. And even if you were to stumble a little bit because you weren't sure, he may present the opportunity again because he knows that, okay, maybe you had a misunderstanding. Maybe you weren't sure. Or maybe you were just struggling that day because he knows you're human and that you're going to make mistakes. But overall, if he can trust you with that, then that's awesome. you know. And when you prove to him that you can handle the 1,000 really well and you're excellent in that... He'll upgrade you again, maybe up to 100000 You never know. Okay, so the same principle applies with if you're dishonest with little, you'll be dishonest with much. If you can't handle that $100 very well and you go and blow it all on lottery tickets because you're trying to get quick rich or get rich quick, sorry, what do you think is going to happen? He already knows if, he, if you're doing that with $100, you're going to do the same exact thing with 1000 If not, you're going to nickel and dime yourself. And then God, there's not even any room for, you, for God to use you to bless someone else. Because you're too busy blowing it on a dream. You're too busy blowing it on a potential possibility of getting more money. When all you have to do is just be obedient with what God gives you and tells you to do. And boom, you have your money. It may take a little time, a little effort, some testing in your faith. But as you walk these steps out, as you go further with God in this area, he's going to be able to trust you more. So that is why I love that verse. Um, I I think it's Luke uh, 1610. I could be wrong. Sorry, guys. Like I'm in my car at a McDonald's right now. Um, There's some Wi-Fi issues at the house. So (laughs) not sure what's going on, but I'm still trying to make this work. So I'm out here doing this. Um, like I said, God gave me this platform and I'm trying to prove to him right now that it's like, God, it's not that I want it so bad. It's, I want to honor God so bad. I want him to be pleased with my efforts. I want him to be pleased with what I have. I may not have Wi-Fi working for me at my, at the house that I'm at, but I have Wi-Fi connection at a McDonald's in my hometown. So I'm, what am I going to do? I'm going to use it. Okay. So I just got my tax money. Um, I took care of what I needed to take care of and I only have a small portion left over for me to use for myself because why I chose to spend every cent that I had, um, to go towards the first part tithing. There's a certain portion that went towards that. The second portion went towards, um, obviously H&R Block, whoever I did my taxes with, um, whoever you do your taxes with, uh, You know, if you paid like that, then that's kind of automatic. And then another portion went towards an expense that I needed to pay for my college because I want, I'm trying to get out of debt. So it's like, I wanted that eliminated. I don't even want to look at that ever again. It's like, and when it's done, it's done. So see, God's seeing what I'm doing with the money. that And the money that I have this year with my tax return was actually three times more than what I've ever had in my entire life. I don't even know how that happened, but it did. Glory be to God. So I know this episode might sound like I'm just kind of rambling and I I deeply apologize. Uh, I'm kind of off script because I was not prepared or planning to deal with the Wi-Fi issue. Um, But I'm just rolling with it and seeing where it goes and just letting God lead. And I guess he just wanted me to talk about shortcuts with money. So this is where I'm at. So, yeah, if God can trust me with the way I'm spending my tax return now, then that means when more money starts rolling back into my life, whether it be the next job that I have or however He, whatever way he wants to bless me, God's going to know that it's like, okay, you had this X amount of money and you handled it in this way. So now if I were to increase that and give you more, I can trust that it's going to go exactly where it needs to go. And you might have some mistakes, but if you do, you're going to do whatever it takes to make it right or make up for it. Compared to how I've been in the past, where it's spending on whatever Miranda wants, and then I'm stuck with fees and fines and late fees and just feeling like, excuse me, like I didn't make enough. And it's like, no, I had enough money. I just didn't have enough um, patience or I didn't have enough uh, discipline I didn't have enough knowledge when it came to how to spend money and how to save it and where to put it. So like I said, glory be to God on renewal of the mind and his godly wisdom. If you do not have God's wisdom, first of all, God's wisdom is the first step to, uh, or sorry, the fear of God is the first step to wisdom. After you have some godly wisdom, you then are going to be able to Understand God's laws or God's ways just a little bit better, and that's kind of what this is about. Is that in God's eyes, He doesn't see shortcuts with money very pleasing. It's actually uh, you end up losing more money than you do gaining, and even for people who do scam, and they gain a whole lot of money very quickly, God says it will dwindle very quickly. So don't think for a second that people who scam are actually really getting by with it, like. No, they have, think of like a candle, like that candle's going to be burn, burning for a while, but when the time is up, it's up, it is out. So that is the same way for a scammer. It's going to burn bright. It's going to look like it's, they're living their best life. But the moment when God blows that candle out <laughs> and they got to go to jail or they got to pay up, they got to go to court or they got to go whatever it is that they got to do to make it right... They're going to have to face the consequences in themselves and do their time. And it can be a very, very long road for just a quick little get rich scheme. So I think I covered everything, but there is a Bible verse that I just wanted to run over with you guys. Um, If you're still listening, thank you. Like I said, sorry, this is not what I was planning, but I am just rolling with it. So I believe it's in Proverbs. I have it marked. If I can find it. There it is. Okay. So if you guys have not heard of this, um, this is why I wanted to read it to you. I absolutely love it. It's in Proverbs 13. And it's, yeah, chapter 13, Proverbs, and verse 11 and its wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. So hastily just means quickly. So wealth gained quickly will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. So that almost seems opposite in today's world, but this is why knowing God's word and practicing it and reading it daily, if you really digest it, it really does you wonders. It Keeps you on the right path. It really helps you to break things down in the world. Um, we live in the world. We're of the world. Or sorry, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. Like, God wants us, if we follow him, to follow his instructions, his ways, his teachings, because he has them in place for a reason. So, when it comes to money, if money is from God, like if he's given you the the health to go to work, if he's given you the uh, ability to... Perform your best at your job and not have, you know, any kind of sprains or diseases or issues going on that prevent you from going to work. That is a blessing in itself. And also, you know, like if God is giving you the ability to bring in that income, that is why, you know, God wants you to give a portion of it to Him. It's not because God needs your money, it's simply because God wants you, He knows you're human. He knows that the the power of greed can come over you. And he knows what the love of money can do to a person. It changes them. It ruins them. It hurts them. And he he loves you so much. He doesn't want that for you. He wants you to stay humble. He wants you to stay kind. He wants you to be smart. He wants you to be successful. And he also wants you to help, you know, your brothers and sisters out in Christ, the body of Christ. He wants you to be able to bless someone else. Like when he blesses you with, um, An increase in money at your job, whether it be a promotion or a salary position, or if he's just blessing you with a bonus, um, if he's blessing you with a whole new job entirely. The reason that God's allowing this to happen in your life and he's doing this for you isn't for you to be selfish and hoard all that money for yourself. God wants you to do this so that you can get blessed to be a blessing to others. And as you do this, Like I said, it's the way that you do it. If you're trying to get a whole lot of money super quick, God says that's not the way to go, you know? So that's, like, even with me and DoorDash. Like, I don't mind doing DoorDash to help. The way I look at it is DoorDash, for me, it's not, like, a main job. It's not going to be the job that I'm doing constantly, but it is an extra way to bring in a little extra income. And that's just me doing my part to get help myself get out of debt. And God knows that and he knows my heart. He knows that I'm not having a love of money with DoorDash. Um, I told God I'm willing to do it if that's what he's asking of me to do. Um, I don't know what his plans are for me for that. But I just I won't know until I step out and try it. So that's what I'm doing with that. But for people out there that are trying to do things like they don't want to work. They don't want to, you know, put the time, energy, and effort into really earning their money. They just want to get money. And you know what I mean by that? Like, (laughs) I don't even know. I'm, I'm trying to be as polite as possible. But people that are just lazy with their efforts of earning money, like they just want to hack or scam or they just want to um play the lottery and win money like they don't really want to earn it. And so this is what God has to say about Proverbs 13 chapter 13 verse 11. And this ties in with the message of um shortcuts to money, they don't work. And I'm going to read the verse one more time and then I'm going to read in the study part of the Bible what it says or like what it means. So 13 Proverbs 13 verse 11, wealth gained hastily or quickly will dwindle but whoever gathers little by little will increase it so this is what it means down here in the study bible it says wealth gained hastily will dwindle the person who receives sudden wealth has not worked for it enough to understand its value and has not gained sufficient skill in managing it by contrast proverbs prefers diligent patient careful labor that will increase wealth over time Okay, so as you just heard me say that, if you have a stock or stocks, that is one significant way to increase your money. But as you just heard me read that, it wasn't instant. These are people that invested years ago, months ago, weeks ago, and over time, that money is collecting. It's building it up. It's not all in one day, all at once. It's literally little by little, day by day, week by week, month by month, over time. And eventually, eventually that will add up and you will have a lot in there. Same thing with a savings account. So that's the point with money and being a good steward is if you're wanting to be rich, It's the way that you get rich that God is worried about. You know, he doesn't want you to get rich by playing the lottery or scamming or hacking people. He wants you to get rich by doing things God's way. First of all, going in the direction that he's led you to go. If he told you to go work in a job that you don't want to work at, but he has a reason for it, maybe he just needs you to go there to develop a a certain skill. He doesn't want you to stay there forever. He just wants you to develop a certain skill because the next place that he has you to go may require that skill. And if you want to get paid more, having that skill is necessary. And if you can't get that skill anywhere else, except for the place that he wants you to go, then your best bet is to go. If not, then you know you might be stuck where you're at or you might not be able to advance forward like you'd like. And then that mindset of feeling stuck can cause you to get in a position where you're going to feel like you have to do more than what is required. So... I don't don't know if that makes sense or not. But anyways, it does to me. Just figured I'd share with you guys... um, Like I said, this is kind of an interesting podcast episode. I wasn't planning on doing this route, but God wanted me to talk about it. Okay. I think... Oh yeah. And then the other one was lottery. First of all, lottery is gambling. And like I said, you're actually wasting more money. Even if you win money, the point is, is that you're gambling and you're not putting your trust in God. You're putting your trust in yourself. You're putting your trust in money and, you know, tips and tricks instead of just relying on God And also, if you think about it, if you haven't won money in a good long while, think about over the years, and you've been one of those people that gambles often, I mean, that's the other reason why God may not be blessing you as much right now. Because it's like, if you're over here gambling $5, $50, $100, again, this goes back to that verse of, if you're faithful with little, you'll be faithful with much. If you're dishonest with little, you'll be dishonest with much. So... If you're gambling $5, $50, 100 just because you want more money and you're thinking you're going to hit 50000 if you keep buying more lottery tickets because the more you buy, the more chances, right? Okay, no, you're what you're doing is you're buying the idea of winning. You're not buying a lottery ticket that's going to allow you to win. You're buying the whole point of the game and that's where it actually is kind of like falls back on you kind of thing is in your mind you think you're doing the right thing because you think if I just keep trying if I just keep playing if I get the right numbers or if I come in the store at the right time to buy this lottery ticket um, if I buy the ones that have look like uh, there's not very much left that it could be the winning ones at the end like no like that's not you trusting God that's you relying again on yourself to provide that money Just by playing. And then all that money that you've spent over the years, the weeks, or whatever, trying to win, you could have had a bill paid off. You could have had um, money in your savings account. Like, that money could have went somewhere else. So, again, a shortcut to money, it doesn't work. So, every time that you try to multiply your money off of something that is short-lived, it's also going to be a quick death. Okay? So that's also what God is saying is that it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to last long. It's only going to make you more frustrated. It's not honorable to God. It's just um, if you are living with other people or married or have children or whatever, you can start disrupting the family order Um, They get, you know, especially if you're trying so hard to win that you develop an addiction. Now you got people that are, they can't trust you. They're not sure how you're going to be doing things. Um, It just ends up being one big mess. So if you can just trust God, trust him with your money, trust his direction and his plan and will over your life, even if you don't know what it is, even if you don't understand it, And you just go in whatever direction he tells you to go. Work wherever he tells you to work. Or if you're like me, if he tells you don't work for a while, then don't work for a while. Not because you don't need to work, but for my situation, excuse me, God just was trying to take me a different route and I kept trying to fight it. And God was just like, I need you over here to go do this. So I said it wasn't going to stay that way forever, but it was just a season of my life. Um, I needed time to heal. I needed time to process things. And basically just get my life on track. Like, there was a lot of things in my own life that God was correcting me on. So that's why I'm sharing this information with you guys. Because I, at one point, used to buy lottery tickets. Um, I used to gamble a little bit here and there. Um, I used to do the uh, take so many surveys to get money or play this game to get money. And it's like... <sighs> God doesn't really approve of that and he called me out on it. So that's why I'm letting you guys know this is where he stands on it and this is what he thinks of it. So even if you don't like it, even if you don't agree with it, it's okay. You can feel that way all you want. I'm just reading out of the Bible to you directly what God says, how he feels, and why. And it's because it pretty much just leads to destruction and hopelessness. There's really nothing good that comes out of a get rich quick scheme. There just really isn't, you know, God wants us to be honest. He wants us to be good stewards. He wants us to be trustworthy. He wants us to be blessed so that we can bless others. And he doesn't want us to be greedy with the money that he does give us. So I hope that really helps you guys today. Um, again, I don't really have a routine or some kind of like order to what I talk about. It's just kind of whatever God wants me to talk about when it comes to the episodes that I do. Maybe that will change in the future, but for right now, today, um, on March 1st of 2022, God just wanted me to talk to you today about shortcuts on money and how it literally is just no good. So, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your time. Hopefully everything that I said made sense. Hopefully I didn't repeat anything too much, but I had a lot of distractions because I'm not in my house. I'm out in the parking lot at a McDonald's. So (laughs) yeah, I don't know how well this turned out, but we're going with it. So anyways, I love you guys. I hope God blesses you amazingly wherever you're at, wherever you're listening and tune in to the next episode. Thanks again. This is Miranda Hughes on Faith Strong. Bye.